sending Daniel Jones to the pros as the sixth overall pick in the draft. I thought David Gelman tipped his hand a little bit today when he said, he was asked about the important traits in a quarterback, and he said they have to be able to adjust to adversity, and he said not many quarterbacks in this draft have faced adversity on the field. When you're playing at Duke, Daniel Jones did not play with a player that's been drafted in the NFL during his time as a starter. He was not surrounded by all the talent. He got beat up. He's faced that adversity. I think that was a big deal to Dave Gettleman. Well, and I think when you look when you look at these quarterbacks too. Uh, go ahead, DJ. Yeah, look. It's Thursday night, and here we are, Big Blue Beards. Can you change my mind? The Daniel Jones debate edition. I am mayhem. Big Smooth is in the house. Monty and I. How we doing? Joining us later. Um, I'm doing. It's snowing, so it's November. It's snowing. It's football weather outside. It's not going to be six feet like in Buffalo, but it's snowing. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. Did you just? Did you hear that uh, breaking news? They're moving that game to Detroit to be played indoors. Yep. Uh, breaking so that, news. What's the matter? You can't play in six foot of snow. I know. Pans. I know. I don't know what the problem is. It's crazy. I'm excited for tonight. Um, we're going to have a special guest. I don't know if uh, Sarge mentioned it. I think he did in the intro. Monty's running a little late. No worries. That's the one beautiful thing about having a triumvirate here. We can start the show. And even if two of us didn't show up, I'd have Monty. If I had to like, break away, you know, I think Monty can handle it or uh, Sarge can handle it. This is live no TV, kids. Um, live TV. Sending Monty the link to the stream yard as we speak. There we go. You gotta We're live. Love it, you gotta love it. Um, oh. I love the intro. I love the intro, and um, my initial reaction to it is, it took me back to that day. I was not happy with the Daniel Jones pick as the the quarterback pick. Because full disclosure, I live down here. I live. 40 minutes away from Duke's campus. I hear everything that goes on with Duke Carolina from a football, basketball perspective. And I heard all the good things, all the intangibles that Gettleman fell in love with. But I also heard exactly what Mike Mayock said, which was this guy has not played against elite talent and had, has never had an elite receiver, never had an elite person. So you can, you can spin that one way or the other. Like you can spin that as he has faced adversity and and that's where we're going. Like we think we can develop him and once we get weapons around him, but that's, that's where initially, and I'm not going to get into, I'm not going to tip my hand for tonight, but I, I do feel going back to that day. That's the exact emotion was trepidation. Like, Oh shit. I think we just made a mistake. 
mostly because I know everything there is to know about Duke football just from by proxy by living here. Um, and Duke football is exactly a powerhouse. Yeah. What say you? So, um, in all honesty, um, back in back back then, I was uh, I was um, a casual football fan. Um, I don't watch as much uh, college football as I do now. I'm not as well schooled in the draft prospects then as I am now. Um, and I honestly, I took one look at him, and I'm like, "Wow, they just they just got a younger Eli." This is awesome. You know, <laughs> Eli's true. been so good for us. So they just went out and got like Eli 2.0. And it's like he's a goofy, you know, he's a goofy dude and he's just out there. And, you know, and I'm like, all right, awesome. Here we go. We got Eli 2.0. We're going to, we're going to get more Super Bowls and none of that has happened. Yeah. Um, um... It's a, it's an, it's an interesting place to be with this guy. Um, I think, and you'll get into the stats of this, and you got a, a whole sheet for us. Um, I think we don't need to worry about stats as much when it comes to. I heard a great debate on Twitter uh, earlier this week, which is kind of rare. Um, I think the the entertainer uh, was talking about have we kind of fantasy football. You know, if I the NFL, like, do we care if a guy has the 300 yards passing four touchdown game? Um, and wow. it's one of those things where it doesn't it, like to to say that you can't win without that type of player is, I think, a misnomer. And I think we've Dan Orlovsky had a great piece on it too on NFL Live about how running running teams are trending up and the yards per attempt have dropped. It's the lowest since 2012. For every team in the NFL, not just you know the elite teams or whatnot, uh, whatnot. But um, I don't know. So I, I'm I'm still kind of in that that place where if I got a, a a good deal, I would I would sign them. But if 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 we're talking some of the all or nothing stuff, it it, it doesn't doesn't mesh with me. Um, all right, but so, uh, we got a couple. So of, you know, while you're uh, while you're taking a breath here, I'm gonna pop Monty. Yeah, go ahead. What's going on, guys? Sorry, some mad. Now it's trust me, dude. It's live, man. What else are we gonna do? And and also, our special guest just popped in too. We got this maniac on short notice. Oh yeah! Oh maniac! How are we doing? What's up, gentlemen? I'm sorry. No, the the perfectly rational football fan, Vicky Smack. Thank you. That's much, <laughs> much better said, and I couldn't agree more. I feel a little, uh, feel a little light in the face. Underdressed. I can't lie. Uh, I got a little baby face going on. I can't really compete with these uh, with these beards going. But well, I might be able. To I don't listen to uh, No Shave November. But yeah, I might be able to help Are you. Are you out doing with No that Shave next. November? No. <laughs> no. I, I grow a beard. It looks so, like shit. I look like more of a leprechaun than I already did. Okay. <laughs> Well, that's and that was the question is like, is it more just like, hey, I just can't grow one or are you not a fan? Well, I can grow one. I can. I know. Shocking. I know. But I'm, I'm just not a fan. I, I just I was never a big facial hair guy, but I'm always so lazy to shave. And when I do, it just I look a little less shitty. So but <laughs> thank you guys. A for little having me less on. shitty. A little less shitty. That's all. I appreciate you guys having me on. I'm very pumped to be here. Welcome to the show, man. 
Um, yeah, we'll I have to get something right out of the way with snacks. I got to get something okay. right out of the way. One of our one of our new new fans, as we see, we've almost quadrupled our our viewers for the evening. <laughs> just so you know, we only had one last time. We're 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 flying. So I got sent this by a Giants fan who was like super loved my the content we were putting out. It's a original Giants starter jacket. Do you know? There's a question, and Nikki, you can if if you know this, I'm I'm be very impressed. Where did starter? develop their jackets where's the initial plant plant and where is the headquarters that started it says it on the jacket like established in and you'll know exactly where i'm going with this as to why this city is important what's your guess well starter i'm gonna guess somewhere on the east coast yep is it my beloved new jersey no, it's my beloved New Haven, Connecticut. <laughs> the better people capital snacks. I walked right into Ooh. that one. <laughs> you did. And I love it because you're the first person I thought of when I fucking opened this thing up. Because I had no idea. I've lived there before. And I was like, you didn't holy know. shit. Yeah. I almost said a I, screenshot and sent it to you. All right. Well, I will say, I will say. It's a gorgeous jacket. My grandfather, actually, I still have my grandfather's. It's all beaten up and disgusting now, but they're so beautiful. And New Haven, I'll give them credit. They don't have title of best pizza in the USA, but having starter is pretty elite. So I'll, I'll give it to you. I'll give it Appreciate to New it. Haven. They finally get a point okay. in my book. Finally. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Hey, we will. Hey, we can Monty. debate. We can. We can. We can do a we pizza can... debate another time. We're here for another oh, please. reason. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'll wait for it. Wait for it. You tell <laughs> me when. Love it. All right, boys. Let's dive into this. Monty, wh- what, were you, what was your initial thoughts? We played the uh, Daniel Jones like draft intro. Like the, mm-hmm. he, got, he got drafted. It's Rich Eisen and Mike Mayock talking about the pick. What was your yeah. initial reaction in that, in that day, 2019? Or I guess it was, yeah, 2019. I was in college. I was watching with uh, one of my buddies. Or I was or I was in my college town still. I was graduated at that point. But I was watching with one of my buddies who was still living there. And he was a fucking Washington fan. And I, the pick happened. I collapsed and just put, like, my hands ahead. And then he was just sitting there dancing on my grave for, like, five minutes. And he got Dwayne Haskins. So, you know, rest in peace. But fuck him. To my friend, not asking. That guy, not asking. <laughs> Hold on. That's good clarification. Peace, but fuck that guy. <laughs> yes, they did. Love it. Jeez, Mom. What about you, Nikki? So I was actually at the draft in Nashville, and uh, I was at a bar, and the second I, – and I was the only one in the bar, which is kind of crazy because you're at the draft. You have all these different – Fans wearing all different jerseys, literally all 32 teams represented in some way. But the bar we were at, there it was me and maybe like two other Giants fans. I was wearing my Eli jersey. They picked Daniel Jones. I put my head down on the bar. Next thing I know, everybody's laughing at me. They're all booing me, laughing. I was just like, this is my hell. This is my hell. <laughs> I, 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 was, I was dumbfounded. I, I genuinely – there was all the smoke that Daniel was going to be the pick, but I, I – I just thought when Josh Allen fell there, I was like, this is a home run. They're just going to run up and draft him. 
especially since we had the 17th pick. Yeah. Like That's, I believe that 17. I didn't think it was going to happen. Right. Right. Exactly. And I right. thought I was like, all right, if you have one of these guys that fall like a Josh Allen, that was, that seemed impossible because the Raiders do what the Raiders do and pick Clellan Farrell. Like this is, <laughs> this is perfect. You need a pass rusher desperately. How are you not going to take Josh Allen? You got another pick at 17. If anything, you trade up a little bit for Daniel and I would have been okay with it. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, they drafted Daniel Jones. So I was devastated. Yeah. And um, well, I guess we'll talk a little bit more. But fast forward to today and different conversation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Sarge, you want to hit us with some numbers, man? I, I know you're itching at it. Uh, I, I, I think you got some numbers as to why we would keep Daniel. And numbers that he's kind of performing uh, on this year. Uh, it's the weather in my I mean, what was that? Do we have a frozen side? Right. Okay. So it's not – I'm not going crazy with the stats because you all know that. Okay. But, so, yeah. I'm having some issues with the internet just because of the weather. So, um, yeah. So, it's okay. here's the thing. Um, stats. Okay. I didn't go nuts because I'm not really a stat guy. So – I did take a look at some like cross-sectional uh, stats as far as Daniel Jones goes. Um, we're just talking about progression, right? So back in 2019, 20 receptions, 30 There we go. All right. 2020, touchdown numbers went down. Interception went down slightly. And three fumbles. Last year, it was 10 touchdowns, 7 interceptions, 2 fumbles. This year, right now, is 8 touchdowns, 2 interceptions, 0 fumbles. Okay? So what are the things that people talk about with Daniel Jones? Okay? They talk about the turnover. Well, we've kind of fixed that problem. You know? Um, They talk about the fact that he can't win games because not everything is perfect around him. Well, we're 72 right now. And we're seven and two with Daniel, not in spite of him. Okay? Because we're talking about fourth quarter comebacks, he's got five this year. Okay. Five this year. It's okay, never mind. I'm also trying to process something here real quick because I Yeah. Because I added some stuff. I had to fix something. So I'm having a little Tasking. <laughs> so, I think, Sar- okay, I think Sarge is bra- breaking up pretty bad. All right. So but that's about it, man. That's basically it. Okay. Better now? I've been doing – I'm trying to multitask, so I had to fix my presentation. Don't I worry, presentation Sarge. I, I can't walk and chew gum, so. <laughs> oh. I have a shitty computer and shitty internet right now because it's snowing. So it's all oh. good. There we go. All right, but that's about it. I mean, did you guys catch? I mean, like, legitimately, the touchdowns have gone down. Okay, I understand that because let's face it, Joe Judge and Jason Garrett were afraid of touchdowns. Okay, so, <laughs> but he's playing clean football. He's not turning the ball over, and let's face it. The two interceptions that he has right now are kind of bogus. One was when 
David Sills. It was a, David Sills. a, a Hail Mary Oops. right before halftime. And then the other one is for David Sills. He slips and and digs digs basically picks that ball up off the ground. You know, I mean, it's not like they're real turnovers. I was at that game too when they were showing it on the jumbotron. I th- for sure thought that hit the ground. But regardless, whatever, Monty's Lord and Savior David Sills falls down no le- leading to an easy interception. <laughs> So I will forever hate Monty for that forever. <laughs> but Sarge, to your point, and he was—I mean, his rookie year, yeah, he 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 kind of lit it up. Twenty-four touchdowns, and you know they were throwing the ball in that Pat Shermer offense. But all of the the fumbles were just brutal. I mean, there has been plenty of guys or quarterbacks that have had fumbling problems like that and fixed it, but it just seemed because of everybody hating the draft pick that. I mean, I'll, I'll, give, I'll blame myself. Nobody gave him a shot to get that all corrected. And to his credit, it has come down an unbelievable amount. So the proclamation that Jones was a turnover machine, while, yeah, warranted, and that was fair, the fact that he's worked so hard and where he is now, two turnovers all year through nine games, that's pretty damn impressive. Mm-hmm. So – to his credit with that, they may not be throwing the ball as much, not be, maybe not be dropping back as much. Okay, fair point. But he's not making stupid decisions costing the team points or losing us games. So credit to him and his progression from 19 to present day. And he looks yeah, like a totally, I, I, totally I, different QB. I, I, I mean, I couldn't agree more. Go ahead, Monty. Keep going. Yeah, I mean, it just looks like a totally different QB. I mean, in the best, in the good ways and the bad ways. I mean, when he was coming into the league, he was turning the ball over, he was fumbling, he was throwing interceptions, but he's pushing the ball down the field and he was getting touchdowns again, yards. He's definitely gone into a more of a game manager, but I mean, also, I mean, we don't have weapons for him. So it's hard to say what he could be. Could he? bring it all together and show where he's cut down in these turnovers and he's not fumbling the ball, which was his biggest problem his rookie year. Could he put it all together? We just haven't seen it all at once. I mean, he's playing good football. He's, he's a good football player though this year. I mean, he's given me some like some Alex Smith vibe, but in like the best way, like, like playoff Alex Smith. Yeah. I, that's my, I think that's a terrific comparison. I, I easily see Alex Smith, but with more upside. So yeah. I, I think he's got a better arm. I think he's more athletic and run the ball better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I do agree with that comparison. That, that is what he is right now as a game manager, and that's totally fine. You're winning football games. You're, you, they got a great, great ground game. They're, his number one receiver was a fourth-round rookie tight end before he got hurt. So yeah. that tells you yep. all you need to know about what this offense can do or, I'm sorry, what they can't do with – legitimate practice squad wide receivers on the outside and inside. So again, you were relying on a five, seven slot receiver, a rookie from Kentucky, Wondale Robinson. That's just not going to do it. So um, I I agree with the the game manager, but I do think there's a lot there. There's plenty of potential to open that up with better weapons and a little bit, uh, maybe a little bit better protection in this offensive system. Yeah. And, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in I mean, on a lot of people that same exact oh. what what term? No, go ahead, Sorry, please, go ahead. Your, your, your thought. No, I was gonna say like okay, so we've I've heard this a lot too, and one of one of the people that I think said it first was Chris Long. 
about how the Giants kind of remind him of the Titans with Ryan Tannehill. Mm-hmm. Let's take a look at that really quick. I don't have any, I don't have a fancy presentation. We got we got one of those for later. But what I'm going to tell you mm-hmm. is with the Titans, Ryan Tannehill's stats were 33 touchdowns, seven interceptions. Who was his number one receiver that year? Do you remember? Fucking A.J. Brown. Okay? So you got A.J. Brown. You got A.J. Brown, who's now is a stud in Philly. Then the fall, the next year, they they had they added Robert Woods, I believe, this year. And, like, he's been hurt. So his numbers aren't great. It's like eight touchdowns, mm-hmm. three interceptions. Ryan Tannehill went into a situation where, yeah, he had a great offensive line, great running back. Sounds similar, right? Conservative play-action pass, tight ends, a lot of 12 personnel. But the difference is Ryan Tannehill has had a number one receiver every single year that he's been in Tennessee. Whether you think that receiver is a lead or not. Also, this year they drafted Traylon Burks, number one. I just, the game's on over here on an iPad. He just got a 50 yard uh, pass off a of play action. We don't have a number five receiver that you could consider <laughs> an X or a split end right now. We just don't. You just made a great comment how the, a fourth round rookie uh, tight end was their best receiver going into last week. Is Wandell going to continue to get better? But he was also supposed to be a piece, a mm-hmm. slot piece. He wasn't supposed yep. to be an outside receiver. You know, we thought we were, we were going to get Kenny Galladay back. We thought, um, you know, potentially there was there, there might have been some guys that could develop. You know, like I, I don't know what the plan was, but the plan is going. we don't have that right now. We just don't have – the receivers, the weapons. We have a we have pillars on the offensive line. We got a great running back. We have tight ends. I mean, shit. We're like throwing Chris Myrick, who caught a touchdown last year in that game against the Eagles, that basically with his thighs. Like, yeah. this is who we're fucking dealing with right now, guys. They, it's they like, signed it's like Isaiah ex- Hodgins, and he's got like half as many – he's got half the, yes. the amount of yards as our number one. It's cra- in one game and two catches. It's nuts. Sorry, it's I didn't insane, mean to and it yet. also – no, no, no. It, it, your your point's well taken. It's it's just it bothers me that people are like, you know, he's not the guy. It's like, how how the fuck would you know? Like you have no fucking clue if the guy could could really actually ball if he had put give me give me Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle, and get let me throw a two two yard out and then it turns into a seventy yard touchdown and then we'll see what Daniel Jones's numbers are. I just want yeah, one of those guys. Know. I don't need two. I just saw someone in the chat say, if you put Jones in the Dolphins or the Chiefs with all of these weapons, they get worse. I don't know if that's, that's entirely that. true. No, I don't know not. if that's true at all. I'm going to put that up and there I, to my man, Sherlock Holmes. Do you know – no, I'm going I'm to talk to him directly. Yeah. I'm going to talk to this dude directly. Bro, if, we, if they had who Tua has as weapons – Daniel Jones would have the best quarterback rating in the NFL because he throws one of the best deep balls in the entire league. Play action would be unstoppable. And then he'd be able to do whatever the fuck he wants. And then if you were like, bro, this guy sucks. He throws picks. He's not elite. Cool. Get rid of him. But he doesn't even have that opportunity. You can't, you can't just say shit and then that be true. It's just not. It's just not true. Yeah, I mean, it'd be a totally different offense. Tua is very much just short game, accurate passes, but that dude cannot throw a vertical concept worth shit. He underthrows every single vertical pass he attempts. So, but he he's real good on the intermediate, you know, crossers and slants and stuff like that. So, and it's Tyree Hill would love to catch deep passes from Daniel Jones. I'd love to see that. Yeah, so would we. 
you know, so would we all. <laughs> but so you know, would to, we say all. That, to say that either one of those teams gets worse with Daniel Jones is, you know, that's that's it's ill-informed. It's, and especially that that Dolphins one. I like I, I see Mahomes is in a different shot, obviously. Yes, but I, I yes. think with the coaching and the in the and Kelsey and, and Juju and the weapons in the line. They'd be just fine. The to say the Dolphins get worse, replacing Tua with the, that, I that one I, I struggle to uh, to agree with. See the logic very very much. Yeah, <laughs> I don't get that one. Yeah, I mean, I think there's some offenses that they can have, like like the Dolphins, where they have a good quarterback, but maybe not an elite one, and they run a great offense through it because they're a great scheme and great weapons. And then there's other offenses where they can trade a Tyreek Hill like the Chiefs, and they can uh, and they can keep moving and keep being one of the top offenses in the league because they have a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes. I don't think Daniel Jones is that, but I do think he could be with the right weapons. But you know, all depends how we want to approach it. I don't know what Joe Shane is ultimately going to want to do, but I do think Daniel Jones is a good quarterback. Yeah, I, I would truly like to see. Shane, I, and it's of course a miserable free agent wide receiver class, which I don't think he would make too big of a splurge in on a wide receiver big cash anyway. Um, I don't think so either. Yeah, I, I don't think that would be a style, but I would like to see them improve the offensive line and weapons, and let let Kafka and Dable unleash Daniel a little bit. He's not like an incompetent passer. Smooth, like you were saying, he throws one of the best deep balls in football, or at most accurate deep balls in football. And you know these two offensive coaches, Dable and Kafka, want to throw the ball. You think they're they're like going home and partying because they want a game running the ball forty times? I doubt it. They know this is NFL in two thousand twenty-two, and while the run game has had a rebirth this year, you're still going to win games throwing it. And I know they want to open it up. So I would like to see Daniel with better weapons and better interior protection, and opening that the system of Kafka and Dable up a lot more. But, that's just me. I honestly think if you were to get Daniel a a wide receiver like Jalen Hyatt uh, from the Volunteers, he would take the top off of his offense. You know, that's a guy who can who can make things happen down the field. You know, yeah, somebody like that. Yeah, and it's the thing you don't have to splurge on wide receivers in free agency. You get maybe one. You know, maybe a veteran linebacker, and then you build through the draft. I mean, here we are. We're sitting on nine, possibly 11 draft picks again this year, you know, and we have a lot more money to deal with in the salary cap. Um, we're, we're sitting in a good spot, and I trust, you know, I mean, look at the guys we're bringing in now. You know, we're bringing in bargain basement practice squad players, and these guys are producing for us. That goes to talent evaluation yes. and coaching. Correct. Two things that we haven't had in New York for quite some time. Yep. That's, Sarge, that's a great point. And I think Duggan had wrote it in The Athletic maybe earlier this week or late last week that um, they pro personnel people never really get credit, like especially from fans. Uh, like we're on Twitter and, and you listen to guys on SportsCenter and um, Fox Sports or anything like that, that – you know, director of play, player personnel and the person, the pro personnel guys don't get enough credit ever. And what they're doing, true. With this 
like identifying waiver wire guys and signing guys to practice squads, they're they're all making impacts. So, Sarge, I, I think that's a great point to just the pro personnel side and just an unbelievable testament to to the coaches putting them just, in the right spot. Just to interrupt real quick because I really want to see Snacks' reaction to this. Snacks, <laughs> did you see this? I don't know if you can see this, but Aaron Judge just won MVP. Oh. Yes. All right, all rise, baby. All rise, baby. All well rise. deserved. Well deserved. If I swear to God, if they gave it to that fucking old time, I would have killed somebody. <laughs> Me oh too. My God, Aaron Judge, uh, good for you. Now get that deal with the Yankees and kill Brian. Oh, I shouldn't say that on. <laughs> no, hey, we're just we're we're, we're just starting out. We're just we're. Let's not get yeah. us. You can probably yet. you can probably say it now. Don't say it later when we're rolling. <laughs> I uh, we only have five, six people in here, so I, I did I did Love stop it. myself. I did stop myself. Proud of you. I didn't I didn't say the name, I don't think. No, let's let's talk about something else. No. Congrats, no. Aaron. Congrats, <laughs> Aaron. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? I so and it's so we've already established the fact that that Daniel is, is very like the fan base is very divisive over Daniel. Okay. Yeah. Putting it lightly. You, know, you love them or you hate them, the truthers, the deniers. But we here at Big Blue Beards have done some extensive research, and we think we found exactly what Daniel Jones is missing. Okay? See if this works. All right. So, here's our boy, Daniel. What does this guy need? To get over the hump. We think we figured it out. Danny needs a beard. Look at that. There it is. Danny needs a Look beard. Look at that beauty. And he needs some kind of life up here. We need a little bit of swagger in Daniel. <laughs> Danny a needs a little match. bit of swagger. Okay? Okay. Typical Daniel. Press conferences. This is probably a training camp. Okay? Goofy ass haircut. Let's give him a face. Light him up. Little barbershop. You know, he's chopping it up with the boys. You know, give him a fade. Give him something. Get rid of the haircut. Maybe that grow beard. a beard. Get I a can't fade. get behind that one. You know? <laughs> I got one for you. Behind I got this? one for you. You can't get behind this. Can you get behind this? Oh my god. <laughs> My daughter saw this and she goes, you know, he kind of looks like Charles Manson. I'm like, hey, Manson almost got married in prison. Kids were writing Manson letters all the time. Oh, so, shit. I, I mean, Lord. I can deal with a little Get well, out. give him the Odell. The Odell? <laughs> Maybe the Odell. Odell. You better put, put, a, put, like a, put like a spray tan on him, too. <laughs> like make him orange. All right. So here we go. Yeah, there we go right there. This is our guy. This is the guy we want under center. This is this is the guy we want throwing passes to Darius Slayton downfield. That's the quarterback. This yeah. is the guy. That looks like you know? Green Bay's next quarterback. I know. <laughs> hey, who knows? You never know. You know, give a little, give a little bounce up top. You know, the high school volume. senior quarterback flop. Yeah, the high school senior over. quarterback. Yeah, or Disney can we go? Bam to the Charles Manson. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm never going to be able to unsee these. 
All right. Well, you know what? This is why this is why I was breaking up before because I had to add one more. Ooh, <laughs> baby. Beard on snacks, baby. There it is. Oh, beard on snacks. Oh my god. Now there you, you go. Shave. Now you fit. Now you fit in. I, I, you know what? Okay. I like that. Can you, I like can you put that back up? Is there any way you can put that back up of snacks? Yeah. Okay. Stop. Snacks looks like coming soon. Braveheart 2. <laughs> we must have freedom once again. Uh, <laughs> shit. Love shit. that. And by well, the way, we're I, clipping I, this. Now I feel welcome. Yeah. You do. Go. This is perfect. Oh, shit. All right. I love that, dude. That was awesome. Well, well worth Thank the freedom. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Yeah. <laughs> That was Honestly, I, 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 the, where this all came from, we started all talking in the chat, all the bearded guys, okay? And we, I was like, listen, I know what this, what's wrong with this guy. He, he just, he exudes a lot of like cornball, like, oh yeah, it's not fake humbleness. Like he's, he's truly this guy. Like he doesn't have a, but he showed even today on like the, the mic'd up part when he was in Houston and he's got a little juice, man. Like, there, he just doesn't show it to anybody. And you would eat there. Yes. But I was like, I mean, give these give these fans something that they can kind of latch on to. I, I was like, give them a fade, give them a beard. I was like, whatever. And that's where Sarge like took it and ran with it. That was awesome. That was great. And and, and but it, but a part of me does feel that way. Like if he was cooler, all the people would be on board being like, Well, he's dropped his turnovers, we're winning. Because that's all I said. At the beginning of the year, I was like, I don't even want to bring him back because I don't want to hear this bullshit anymore. I'm just done. Like, fucking cut him now. Start start fresh. But now that we're winning, why why do we care so much? Like, they're going to fucking make a decision at the end of the year, one way or the other. My thing is, let this kid play it out and then see what happens. I mean, would, would, would you guys sign up for an extension if we won the Super Bowl the size of Russell Wilson's? I would. I don't fucking care. Give him a billion dollars. If we win the Super Bowl this year, yeah. If we, we if we win the Super, we, we, we wouldn't win the Super Bowl without a, a lot of help from his arm. So yeah, yeah. That means yeah. he would he would have been. It, it means he turned it on the postseason, probably. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But let me ask you this question, real quick, and then we can go to any topic anybody wants. I don't care. But if we if if we won a Super Bowl in a very in a similar fashion of how we're winning, we're just living a charmed existence this year. Okay. He's, he's throwing two touchdowns and 200 yards almost every game, maybe a pick randomly every fifth game. And we run that formula all the way to the playoffs and run run the table. And it's a you know timely play here and there where he's clutch that wins us a Super Bowl. Like, do we care that he only had 20 touchdowns and four interceptions in a season and only 3,000 yards passing? Like, does that – does no. that matter? It doesn't. It what, does what, like, do, can we just guys. see what happens? Like – there, there's a there's a reason why they're doing this because Monty's best friend David Sills can't fucking catch a pass. <laughs> Fuck you, Monty. <laughs> no, I, I if, if we ran the ball 35 times a game and kept winning and it won a Super Bowl, no, I don't I don't give a shit if he throws one touchdown the rest of the year. Exactly. It, 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 it really like it it doesn't matter I, to me. I. The, the people that that hate Jones, I don't think are ever going to like him. And the people that like him now are never going to shy away from it because of you know he's playing really well. 
Me, I'll flip flop. I'll probably hate him on Sunday. But <laughs> me too. <laughs> right, me right too. now, I like him. So it's, just, it's just, it's just how it is. But um, I, you, how he finishes to me, I'm not gonna. No, I'm not gonna put an expectation of what I want to see and how he finishes or not. I want him to continue playing as well as is, as well as he is now. Not turning the ball over. We're gonna start being down in games, and we're gonna have to start throwing it eventually because the competition is about to get a lot tougher. So I think we're going to see a lot of what he's made out of over the course of the second half of the season. And I know that this team is going to improve in the offseason. And you're looking around. I don't know what options are going to be. We're probably going to be picking early to mid-20s. There ain't no free agent quarterbacks. You can transition tag them or maybe they do it too. I don't know. I don't know. I do know I trust Shane and Dable and their vision and what they see. And I'm not going to be mad at any decisions. But the way DJ is going, I think it's only going to go up from here. So I, I am, oh, my God, from 2019 getting booed in a bar in Nashville to thinking that Daniel Jones is going to be my quarterback for the next two, three years. Unbelievable. But anyway, yes, I am I'm all for it. I, I would like to see – let's see how the season plays out. We're, we got people talking about our quarterback next year. That's not Daniel Jones, not mentioning any names, but I, di- I digress. Let's see how the rest of the season plays out. So my thing is this. I've been hearing a lot lately about how you can't win consistently late in the year by running the ball. Well, guess what, guys? We're playing the Northeast. It's yeah. cold. It's going to snow. We're going to be in Washington. We're going to be in Philly. We're going to be – we're playing outside half the time anyway. We're going to run the ball. And we're in, when you get hit and you keep getting hit by our offense, Offensive line and Saquon Barkley and all of this other stuff. That stuff hurts. You get hit in the when it's cold. You can feel that shit in your bones. And four quarters of that man getting punched in the face constantly by Andrew Thomas and Evan Neal and all of our eighteen hundred offensive linemen because we run the jumbo rhino package do. where we have you know, 17 offensive linemen and Danny just kind of hands the ball off to Saquon or he runs it himself. We are coming. We're coming, man. And we're coming with like a whole row of human snow plows. And we're just going to push you down the field. We're going to run the ball until somebody can stop us. Only one team has been able to do that so far. And we see them in a week. Mm. Now, I'm not looking forward to Dallas because, you know, I'm tired of hearing the term trap game. That's another thing. Don't get me started. We think it's a trap game because we, as fans, can overlook the Lions and go straight to Dallas on Thursday. It's a quick turnaround. The coaches, they're not doing that. They're planning for Detroit. And once the Detroit game is over – then they're going to start planning for Dallas. We, in our stupid fan brains, are talking about like, well, you can't do this and you can't do that because we got Dallas in four days after the Detroit game. We can think like that because we have the luxury. The coaching staff and the players aren't doing that. They better not be. They're not. They're not. I've been listening to interviews and like most guys don't even know who they're playing in two weeks. They don't look ahead. They're not. They're like, we're worried about Detroit. 
I'm a little worried about Detroit. What about you guys? I'm not worried about Detroit. I I do worry about that offense. Their offense is explosive, and their offensive line is really good. Yeah, their defense stinks though. So I have more stats. More stats. Okay. We want to talk about. We want to talk about Detroit. Good, because I wanted to finish the show by talking about Detroit. All right. Week one, Detroit held Philly to zero points in the fourth quarter. Still lost by three. No good. They beat Washington week two, and they only scored 14 points in the entire second half. Okay? These are all really close games, by the way. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's see. Week three, they shut out the Vikings in the first and third quarter. And then got shut out in the fourth quarter themselves and lost by four points. Week four, I don't remember who they played, but they lost by three points. Week five, they got shut out by the Bailey Zappi-led Patriots. (laughs) Week six was the bye. Week seven was the Cowboy game where they only scored six points. And got shut out the entire second half. Hmm. Okay. Uh, they got shut out in the second half by the Dolphins. Week nine, they beat Green Bay fifteen to nine. And then week ten, they beat the Bears by one point. And they scored three touchdowns in the la- in the fourth quarter. And one of those was a pick six from Justin Fields. So there is yep. a reason why. Detroit Mm. scores a lot of points. Their offense scores a lot of points because their defense can't stop anybody. No, I and I and the teams that they play predominantly throw the football. So they're throwing downfield on this weak ass Detroit defense. They're scoring in relatively short succession and then turning the ball back over to Detroit who then moves down the field as well and scores points. However, we don't play that way. We'll keep you around and then drag you into the deep end in the fourth quarter and see if you can swim. We maintain long drives. We play smash-mouth football. We will run the ball down Detroit's throat and keep Jared Goff on the sideline. And that's the blueprint, and I fully agree. And our strength is can counteract their strength of going up and down the field. I get that. I just while we're seven and two, I don't think we're we're not the nineteen we're not the nineteen eighty six Giants. You know, we're we couldn't put our our throat our foot on their on the Texans' throat. We kept it. We let them hang around and hang around. And Houston's a much worse team than Detroit. So. While I'm with you, we are a better team, and our strength should absolutely counteract theirs. That's a good point. Keep them off the field. We're going to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Part of me is a little worried about the offense, the explosive offense. That's what I got on. Anything else, I'm a little – I mean, they're, they're, their coach bites kneecaps off. That's a little worrisome. But outside of that, I, I you're right. I, I get it. I just – I worry about our ability to – Close the door when we have our chances, kind of like the Texans game.
like Monty's muted. I realized I was on mute. My bad. I um. <laughs> what are we in a Zoom cool. meeting in your office? The fuck's going on? <laughs> I put uh. I was pulling up the YouTube and I wanted to blare over the mic. Man. But regardless, um, uh, it's gonna come down to Wink too, because like like Snack said, this defense is explosive, and you know Wink's gonna bring the house on him. And can Jared Goff handle that and still make these big plays downfield? I, I don't know if he can, but, I mean, if he can, it's going to open up more chances for explosive plays, which they've been good at. So, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to get into a shootout with the Lions. I don't don't think a shootout would be good for us. But if, you know, like Sarge said, if we can keep running the ball and keep the game close and not let – and we can – and if we could blitz them and stop, that, stop them from making big plays and make them make mistakes, I think we'll be in good shape, but – yeah, I'm not. I'm not taking Detroit lightly. So, yeah, Jerry um, has also been to... also been sacked 15 times this year so far, and has thrown seven interceptions. The guy likes to turn the ball over. Yeah, I don't. We I don't disagree on any that. points about about the Lions in terms of their. You know, it, it's kind of like sometimes perception kind of leads to what people think, right? So the Lions have some flashy players like. DeAndre Swift and even Jamal Williams is a good running back and their offensive line is very good. I think at the first two first two games of the season there was an article written that they were getting 5 yards of like separation before someone was even touched. Like that's how much that's how much push that offensive line was doing. So they're they're a handful, but they're they're talented, but they're undisciplined. It reminds me of the Jaguars. Look, the Jaguars are a super talented team, but they have I think Peterson's a decent coach. He won a Super Bowl blah, with the Eagles from gross. But at the same time, um, you know, look, you, you got to give him a little credit. Dan Campbell's not a good coach. He's a good motivator. They got a they got a bunch of guys in that team that are playing with heart. They're just not talented at positions that are that that are glaring, right? Their defense, their back end, their their linebackers, they got Rodrigo, Malcolm Rodriguez. He's a good linebacker. But outside of that, you can pass on them. You get to the second level, you can definitely run on them. They don't tackle well like the Texans, but they got guys who can make plays. So, like, great example with the Texans is that guy, that kid Jalen Petre is going to be an incredible safety, but he made a he made a big missed tackle and Slayton had a fifty four yard touchdown. You know, great job by Daniel, and that led to a big play by the Giants. So, we're going to have to do that. We're going to have to stay true to who we are. I had no problem watching the Redskins, sorry, the Commanders, run forty seven times on the Eagles. And literally ran almost the same play, I think, like yeah. seven times in a row, where they it's brought that tight end down. Yep. And just everything was a trap. Everything was over right guard. And they just got six, seven yards every single play. If we do that to the Lions and we either beat them by seven or 77, again, don't give a shit. Win me the game. Gets eight and two. Let me yell at my wife during the Super Bowl, who's a Cowboys, or during the Thanksgiving <laughs> uh, for, for, for being a Cowboys fan. And tell her to make oh, me my turkey on Thanksgiving. Let's fucking go. <laughs> That's good. I, I'm, I'm so telling you. Left. It's a 425 game, too. It's unbelievable how tough that is. For, I, I feel so bad for my family. So bad. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm apologizing to your family for you. Wait. Oh, which one's yeah. the, four, the 425 game is the Thanksgiving game, right? We, we play yes. It. Yeah. yeah. So we're yeah. the middle game. Yep. Oh, yeah. good Lord. That's gonna be that's gonna be a war. In my I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna FaceTime you at like halftime. 
You're gonna have to lock. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna go watch. live at halftime and invite snacks on. Just to watch your like wife right dunk your face. You'll see, you'll see the veins in my. It, it gets. It's really. It's ugly. Yeah, it's not good. It's really. It's not good. Uh, so I my, saw the barstool video, snacks. Uh, um, yeah. Was that last year? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. Talk to us. That's you when don't I. That's down during the game. No, I don't. I stand in front. Of, I stand in front of my TV the whole game outside of halftime, where I sit down. I collect my thoughts. So put them all down on a, on a note. I've seen those. Correct. Yes, I, I do a lot of I do a lot of writing and um, a lot of thinking, and sometimes my words are a little bit, you know, extraordinary, a little harsh. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, but, I know. I've proofread some of your work. That is true. That is true. <laughs> no, no, smooth. I don't know if you saw this, but but uh, Snacks wrote a letter um, as a season ticket holder. Wrote a letter to John Mara last year. I did see that. Um, I think it was really? after the. Was it after the media and Pepsi thing? I think so. Yeah. I think it was after the media and Pepsi thing, and I I kind of like let me take a look at that, and and, and, and I'll, I'll I'll give you some notes. Yep, um, and it was a big help because as you as you saw, my grammar is not great, my <laughs> uh, attention to detail is not great. I can move well, around. Well, the thing a is, bit. is you 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 write with a lot of passion. Yeah, and passion is good as long as it's pointed in the right way at the right people. So yeah, I struggled. Yeah, it was good stuff. It was good stuff. So last year, uh, you got a medium Pepsi. Next year. We're getting new turf. What are your that's thoughts right. on that? That's right. Today, yeah, mm-hmm. it's exciting. It's exciting, they man. The old, uh, the old Giant Stadium Astro turf. Could you imagine? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, but no. pull from warehouse. Um, Astro turf does look so cool, though. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, no, I think um, you know Julian Love is spearheading that because he's the uh, the team rep for the NFLPA and. They just announced today that the uh, MetLife group is uh, they're going to be exploring changing the turf. Um, so we'll, we'll hopefully get that uh, get that sorted out. Yeah, you know what? The way I, the, the way the way our IR looks every year, I'm surprised they haven't done this long ago. So yeah, there had to be. You know what though? Like I was thinking about it. There had to be some kind of like alternative things it wasn't it had probably zero to do with the injuries as to why no, I, it I, I, it's just like, something to blame it's just something to blame <laughs> oh i know but well, i'm I saying think, like I'm behind the scenes bullshit yeah so i think it's a lot of like um it's not has and nothing to do with like each individual team the jets and the giants there is a like met like stadium group hmm. that kind of handles right. everything that goes on with the stadium um, because the Jets and the Giants aren't the only ones who play there. There's a bunch of other different kind of sports teams that are all kind of pushing for this change. Um, so yeah, we'll see how that goes. But uh, according to what I saw today, we're looking at something in the offseason where they're going to tear everything up and put something else down, and we'll see how that works. Yeah, we had a question. <laughs> I'm going to put it up uh, in the in the chat. It was like, you think it'll be... Um... Real grass, and I think the the, the the sentiment was they'll do either real glass grass or they'll do um, like the the newer 
turf that is like less it's more forgiving on the on the joints and like there's like there's more give and like Another i think sort of like a yeah, hybrid yeah so to answer that question um but yeah hey i just got a, a really great question for you guys i just pulled up twitter and art state this is from art stapleton this is from our buddy okay so we'll have to we'll have to tweet art on this because i don't want to take credit for this question it's a great one there's been a lot of talk about like Twitter headquarters and like how it's not going to exist or whatever. And like Twitter is going to shut down. And he said, if Twitter is the Titanic, tell me the one account you're allowing on your virtual doorframe as we float into the abyss. It's a great question. Wow. Let's go around the room. I want to hear from Monty. Man, I'm going to have I'm going to have to fucking get Schefter's little ass on there with me because I don't know where I'm going to be without him telling me the news. And, you know, he won't take up much room on there, so I'll get his little ass on there and he can keep me updated. Oh, God, that's a good one. That is a good I am I am stumped here. Take your time. Go. What do you got, Sarge? Anything? Um, so mine is a non uh, – a non-sports-related one, and now that I think about it, I don't think I've seen him tweet in a little while. But it's called it's an account called Nihilist Arby's. It's probably <laughs> one of the funniest. Probably one of the funniest Twitter accounts I've ever seen, and it's basically like life is a dismal like such and such. Eat Arby's, and at the very end of all the tweets, it's, it's eat Arby's. So Nihilist Arby's is probably one of my. Yeah. Got anything for me, sta- uh, Snacks? This is like the hardest decision I've ever made in my life. <laughs> the, Schefter, the Schefter one was a good one because I would like to be plugged in to the NFL at all times. But I can say Rappaport, but he's, he's a dweeb. Um, he's a douche. He is a douche. Big oh, my God. He's small too. Am I gonna... Can I say Nobody. <laughs> let them all fucking drown. You let them all drown. <laughs> no, no, no. It's smooth. If you got one, you got. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Like, oh, there's not enough room. Okay. Get off. Get off. I got you. I'm a snacks knows this about me. I'm a. I'm a golf fan, so um, I don't. I don't yes. want any specific golfer with me. But I don't know if you guys know who these guys are, and if they, I would, if we can get one of these guys or some of them on the podcast someday, that would be awesome. The guys at Country Club Adjacent would be my pick. If you don't know who they are, they're the oh, comedians who basically that's a, roast people. That's a good pick. They roast people on the tee and they make them back off, like the back off challenge. I want to do that someday. Like, I want Snacks to <laughs> be there asshole. with me to fucking do that. Like, just we'll, we'll go to like a random fucking public golf course and just walk up to people and be like, just make fun of what they're wearing, you know, anything just to fuck with them. It would be great. It's better than like the air horn shit. With the I, I was just going to say like the air horn's like, so fucked up. Yeah. This is funny. Yeah. It's hysterical. That's and like they one. sign up for it because they're at a tournament, but they're, th- those guys are hysterical. I love it. They're comedians. I, I was an aspiring comedian at one point in my life. So I relate to that. Absolutely. That is a good one. I, um, I'm a little jealous that, yeah, I appreciate that one. All right, I, I'm gonna. There's a little bit, of, a little bit of everything here. There's golf. There's football. I'm gonna. I I find him to be. All right. I don't know how big a barstool fans you guys are. There's a lot of things on there that I I just think is so stupid and could care less about. 
but I happen to think PFT is one of the funniest people in the world and he can make light out of anything and spin it in such a funny way. And his, his like awful grammar on purpose cracked that, like that whole shtick cracks me up his spelling. So I will, I'll, I'll let PFT stay on, on board with me. He, he truly cracks me up and he knows what's going on and everything. He tweets about everything. So all right, PFT could stay. I was going to say Big Cat, but I think PFT is funnier. So. PFT is just better at Twitter. They're both yeah, hilarious. Right. It's, no yes, correct. He's so yeah. much better at Twitter. That's a good one. I agree. I like that one. A good one. I like that one. Let's tell, All right, man. Is that, are we, we're about it, just about an hour. Are we time to wrap up? Uh, before yeah, we wrap let's up, get, let's get one more thing. One more thing. We want score predictions for the game. Monty, yeah, go. Exactly. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to keep saying it until we do it. I'm going to say we're going to break 30 points. I'm going to say 31-24 Giants. Wow. Tell you what, that would be an exciting mm. game. Would be. It would be fun. I'll be there. I'm going to rip it up in the, ta- the tailgate with you, Snacks. Oh, that's right. Yep, yeah, you're not there. welcome. You're not welcome. No. All right. I'll, I'll go. I'll go. You've been dodging, ducking, <laughs> dipping, diving for me all fucking year. Now you think you're just all of a sudden welcome? No, not how it goes. No. You want to pay me 50 bucks? You're welcome. <laughs> I'll pay, pay the cover I'm just kidding. I'll see you yeah, that month. You're looking that. forward to it. Yeah. Don't you dare wear that fucking Sills jersey. Fine. going to burn it. Don't you dare. Fine. Well, now you no, have to you wear always it. do. I feel bad. You could wear it. You could wear it. I'm not. I, I'm crazy. <laughs> I'm crazy, crazy but I'm a nice guy. It's too cold. You're not going to see it anyway. Yeah, that's a good point. It's true. Anyway, that's um, why you wear it on the go, outside of the hoodie? I was just going to say, like, hey, there's, it's very visible. Anyway, good. That's fine. <laughs> Twenty-eight-seven lines. No, I'm going to go. I'm going to go true. I'm going to say. I don't think we quite hit 30, but I do think we're going to hit 27 and win 27-23. All right. Smooth. Yeah, I'm not going to do – I want to be pleasantly surprised with when they do – if they do score 30 points at all this year in a game. So I'm going um, 24 16, identical score to the Texans. Oh, look at that. Giants. Love it. Mm. Uh, what you got, Sarge? New York Giants. 32. So fuck it. We're just going to throw the ball over the yard. 32. Lions. 23. Is that score Gami? Score Gami? Score Gami? Score Gami. 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 Score Maybe versus yeah. fucking Jeff Saturday. Uh, well, that's true. That's a good point. <laughs> well, listen, guys, this is awesome. Snacks, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you guys. I'm so happy I was able to do it. Hey, oh, sorry. You got to tell. Did you tell him? I was bugging out last night because usually Thursday is my. I didn't tell him. 
So I get a message from Snacks like a couple minutes before. Uh, I'm trying to think because now I have to do math. I have to subtract time. Probably like 730. Um, 7.30. So it's 5.30 for me. And I, he's like, I'm rushing out of here and I'm trying to this. I might be a couple minutes late, but please don't wait for me. And I'm like, Snacks, it's tomorrow. Today is Wednesday. This show's on Thursday. You're good. He's like, oh, my God. Oh, I felt so bad. <laughs> I, I literally. This is going to be good. If he's like this amped 24 hours ahead of time, this is going to be good stuff. <laughs> I was. Th- I thought the whole day was Thursday. And Thursday, smooth. I think it's a, Thursday is like my worst day. And it was my, like my is latest it? night. And it sucks. Gotcha. I hate Thursday. And it's usually, usually, but my con- I work in healthcare. My conference got, I guess, moved to yesterday. And it was that went later. And I was freaking out because I thought it was Thursday just because I was there all night. That's why I, I messaged Sarge. I was like, dude, don't wait for me. I'm going to hop in as soon as I get there. And he like quickly answers me. He goes, dude, it's tomorrow. I was like, yeah. Oh. What a fucking idiot. I'm losing my I'm walking, mind. I'm walking into the liquor store going. What? God damn. Well, I'm, I'm glad as shit that it worked out. I really appreciate you guys having me on. And next time I do come on, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure I got something here. You're going to have to grow it. a beard for the playoffs, Moose. That is true. That is true. I will. Yeah, I mean, listen. I will. Yeah. Uh, this this beard ain't going anywhere. Last time I I messed around with it, my wife was like, "You try, you're really pushing your luck." We're I don't want to see that face, uh, you know. Like I just don't want to actually see what you look like anymore. Um, but hey, listen, I just want to say to anybody that was in the chat or anybody that watched us live, tell your friends, like, subscribe. We're gonna do this every Thursday. We're pretty fluid on the time between seven and eight. What are you gonna do? Watch Thursday night football? Come fucking hang out with us. Let's go. Um, appreciate snacks. Love you guys. Go Big Blue.